You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Calabro hanging out in my man cave. Thanks for uh, tuning in to 500 Voices. And uh, you know what? We're getting close to the Summer Olympics in Tokyo that you'll see on Channel 13. It starts uh, July 23rd, which is a Friday. It runs through Sunday, August 8th. And uh, lots of primetime coverage on Channel 13. A little different this year. We won't be going. So it's the first, uh, only the first, second time since 1996 that I won't be at the Olympics, which is kind of bizarre. I've done nine Olympic Games uh, through the years, been around the world. It's a pretty cool experience. But with COVID, uh, lots of restrictions from NBC, so we will not be doing Olympic coverage on location. But instead, I've been out chasing Indiana Olympians. There's lots of uh, folks with Indiana ties that are going to be at the Olympics, and uh, over the next couple weeks, I thought I'd highlight some of those people right here on our podcast, people that have been working a lifetime to reach their goals. Um, tonight, today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, diving and also BMX bike racing. <laughs> I thought I'd share the spectrum with you just to get it going. Uh, Brandon Lociavo is his name. He's a kid from California. He's a Purdue University graduate. Yeah, UIU grads can listen to this too, but he's a Purdue graduate, Brandon Lociavo, five-time national champion in diving. He trains at still at Purdue with Adam Soldati, who was the big coach for David Badiah and Steele Johnson. You know those names. Uh, Brandon started gymnastics as a little kid. Then he started diving and fell in love with it. Now he's taken over the 10-meter platform for David Badiah and Steele Johnson, who did not make the Olympic team. So uh, I went up to Purdue, had a chance to have a conversation with uh, Brando, as they call him. Brandon Lociavo getting ready for the Olympics in the 10-meter platform. Here's our interview. So first off, do you prefer being called Brando? That's, I mean, I've... Is that your nickname? Yeah, I've been called that since I first went to Mission Viejo. So many years ago, I just started there, and I just ran with it. So tell, tell me what the feeling's going through your mind right now, just making the team, knowing it's a done deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I just feel like I'm getting back from a meet, and then I'm about to run back. And I, I don't like, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like it hasn't, it's not going to fully hit me until, like, I, I walk in opening ceremonies. But right now, I just feel like I'm back at practice and just re-getting in my groove. So it's, it's definitely a weird feeling, but I'm, I'm trying to normalize it. What are you looking forward to most at the Olympics, the Olympic experience? Yeah. Um, I, I know the experience is going to be different this time around, but um, I think I'm most excited for competing and being able to uh, see what I can do on this world stage and, and really try to make everyone back at home happy. And what can you do on this world stage? 
Um, I mean, I was, I was pretty happy with my performance at uh, Olympic trials. Obviously, if I didn't botch my last dive, it would have been a little bit of a better performance. But I mean, I would love to shoot for top three. I mean, that's always the goal. So we'll see if I can make that reality. And, and to win a medal? Unbelievable. I, I think that'd be the, the icing on the cake. And I mean, I'll try my best to get that and uh, keep my head high. Do you realize how hard it is to make the Olympics? Yeah. Has, has that sunk in? Only a select few get to do this from all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's been a pipe dream of mine since I started. And I mean, even once I'm done diving, I'm going to make more pipe dreams because that's just the person I am. But um, yeah, it's, it's baffling. I mean, especially like seeing my parents' reaction once I made it. I think that's what made it real for me because um, it did feel like a competition while I was there. But once I was done and everything, all the all the cameras turned off and seeing how happy they were, that's I think that's when it started really sinking in. Because your parents have been there for the journey. The whole the time. Right? They I mean they were there once once I started gymnastics at four and then once I made the really hard decision to go from gymnastics to diving and they've been there pushing me the whole time. So it's it's been a really cool experience seeing how they've been able to react to it. When did you realize you had enough talent to possibly do this? Yeah. Um, I never thought I was talented. I didn't think I was talented enough, but I knew I could work hard. And I mean, I ran with that, that motto of hard work beats talent over time. And so every single day I'm going to put in more work than the next person and hopefully it works out. Um, eventually I, I mean, I worked with my sports psych on this, but I would talk about Olympic trials and I'd start shaking because it's so real. It's such a big opportunity. And so we, we didn't try to normalize the meet because we knew it was going to be intense, but we tried to let go of that control. And so when I got there, um, I felt a lot more relaxed. And so I really try to just work as hard as I can and try to just ease my mind so I can, you know, do a little bit better than the next person because I'm just mentally more calm. Not make it bigger than it really is, right? It's, it's still a, diving, right? It's just the game in the end. It's yeah. not going to change my life if I make it or if I don't make it. So that's, that's how I just try to run with it. it. Yeah. Uh, no David Badaya, no Steele Johnson. Yeah, that's that, kind of bizarre. It hurts. I, I really wanted to see the three of us go. Um, way back when, they, they, uh, I got to meet them together for the first time when I was at USC for one year training um, before I came to Purdue. And just to see them, these two iconic heroes of everyone in the U.S., um, for diving at least, I, I, it was like a dream come true to, to make it for Purdue, but it would have been amazing to have the three there. But I know Steele just got injured, and then Dave, I mean, he had an injury beforehand, but um, he still looked in incredible, and I'm excited for what comes next for the both of them. And they were there both to support you, which was kind of cool to see. Yeah. That, that has to mean the world to you. Yeah. Will you lean on them about, hey, I'm tell me how to walk through this whole Olympic thing? Um, I, I more so lean on myself for that. Um, I think I've just follow, I've just tried to follow in their footsteps. So let that be watching Steele, who's a beast at practice. I've I've never seen someone work harder, and so that was the the person I looked up to. Okay, well if I if I see him training that hard, like what do I have to do? And so I've just been on his his tail the whole time, trying to follow him because he's been an incredible incredible role model for me. And then Dave is just the iconic hero. So I just look up to something that I could be potentially. Um, he was only here until the end, but that's why I asked for Steele's Olympic ring because it meant more to me to have, have him because I mean, he even pulled me into the inter international stage. My first big competition was with Synchro with Steele. So um, it meant a lot just to have them in and out of the pool for me. 
What is it about Purdue? Why would you come from the West Coast to here yeah. to, to die? Yeah, I actually it doesn't didn't. make sense. We're in Lafayette, Indiana, <laughs> and you came here to die. I know. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even know about Purdue until my junior year. Until I met Adam, I accidentally stole a seat at a national meet, and that's how I met him. And then, you know, I got to know his character and like what he actually shoots for for his athletes. And I started to see his athletes and how good they were. And instantaneously, I knew that's where I had to go. I mean, I took a couple other recruiting trips, but the whole time I already knew where I was going. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's the opportunity of, of the future. That's why I came here is he, he is just an unbelievable person and a role model. So I had to pick Purdue. Um, a couple more, I'll let you go. Tell me about, uh, if we're watching at home, people are watching your event at home, what should we watch for when you're up there? When do we know that you're in the game and yeah. it's happening? Um, sometimes, I, like I did this at Trials, I'll find one song that I'm obsessed with. Uh, I think it was Jenny of Old Town, it was a Game of Thrones song. I just played that on repeat, and if you see me kind of singing, mumbling on the, the edge of the platform, you know I'm, I'm relaxed and I'm ready to go. So, I mean, you'll see me shaking out and getting loose. If I look way too tense that you know, that's when you know, like, all right, he needs to settle down, start singing or do something, chill out. So, yeah, look for me tuning a little bit to myself. A couple more, let you go. Favorite junk food? Oh, in and out without it, without a doubt. You're allowed to eat in and out uh, I'm not, because it's only in <laughs> California, but that's why it's a good thing. <laughs> What kind of calories do you burn? Do you have to, is your, what kind of diet regimen are you on? Is it crazy? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's crazy, but I think it's a little bit harder in the aspect of like, I'm not a football player. I'm not, I'm not a track runner. So like I'm, the amount of calories I'm burning is actually not the same or it's not as high. I mean, it's not low, but I mean, I get to jump in the jacuzzi after every single dive if I want. So it's, it's low stress and it's, it's not, it's not like a high calorie burning like thing. I mean, if anything, like the mental side of it is where you're starting to burn a lot of calories because you're, you're always so high intensity on 10 meters. So um, you just have to watch what you eat so you're in the right physical shape to feel light, feel quick, and you don't like overburden yourself with being like too bulky or, you know, too heavy. Well, go win a medal, man. Will do. Will Congratulations, do. by the Thank way. Thank you. I appreciate Brando. it. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you, brother. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. Yeah, cool. So that was uh, Brandon Lociavo. Best of luck to him. He just turned 24, graduated from Purdue, and uh, good luck to him as he goes for the gold medal in 10-meter platform. Also, Tyler Downs is a 17-year-old diver from Fishers. We'll be hearing from him in a couple of weeks. But I want to switch gears and talk a little BMX bike racing. That's an Olympic sport this year. There are 33 different competitions. BMX bike racing has been a part of the Olympics since, like, 2008. And Felicia Stansel from Marion University, she graduated in 2018, started uh, bike racing at the age of four. Pretty cool, huh? She won her first world title at the age of nine, and now she's getting ready for the Olympics. Felicia Stansel, we went down and watched her ride and uh, had a great conversation with Felicia down in Columbus where she trains. Hi, everybody. Hanging out with Olympian Felicia Stansel joining me. Good to see you. Good to see you. Congratulations on making the team officially. Thank What's you so much. What's going through your mind? We're getting close to everything here. Yes, we are six and a half weeks out of my competition. I am competing on the 29th and 30th. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of enjoying the process and trying to make the most of each day right now. Are you nervous, excited, all those things? How would you describe your emotions going into the Olympics? I'm more excited than anything. Um, I think, uh, like, we've just been waiting for so long for this, so 
and I feel very prepared. So yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I don't think the nerves hit me yet. I don't know if they will hit me, but I'm more excited than anything. Okay, so what are your chances to bring home a medal? So my sport, only 24 girls and 24 guys compete in the entire sport. So um, it's not a huge field, only the top of the entire sport are competing. So um, one in 24. <laughs> <laughs> You're being modest. You have a legitimate shot to win a medal here. Yeah, I've been working really, really hard. and I'm feeling confident for this race. Is this something you've dreamed about as a little girl to someday win an Olympic medal? Yes. Um, the first time I saw BMX was in the 08 Olympics, and that was the first time the sport was in the Olympics. And ever since I saw it in um, at the 08 08 Olympics. It was just a became a dream of mine, and I've been working hard ever since. And hanging out at Marion, going to college there, was that a good place to, to train and get ready for this moment? Yes, it is. Marion University is one of the best cycling schools in the, uh, in the entire country. So just to continue uh, cycling and my education at such a high level, Marion University was the great place to do it. Okay, so tell me about the next six weeks and how you keep your mind focused. Um, just keep my head down and focus on the process. I'm gonna go to California just to get some training with some other girls that will be competing in Tokyo. So that will be really, really good for me. And yeah, just ride my bike a lot. A lot of bike riding. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, talk to me about COVID and what you've been through the past year. Do you expect when you get over there, will that be in the back of mind worrying about COVID or are you, you good to go? Um, I think it, a lot of it's out of my control. So any rules or anything they have there, I will uh, go along with. Um, so that is the back of my mind that I'm, well, first of all, I'm happy that we're competing in like, it's a lot safer now, like the vaccine's out. So, um, but most of it's just out of my control. So whatever they want us to do, what rules they'll put in place. If, uh, all athletes will. How proud are you to be an Olympian and, and wear the USA colors? So honored and so proud to represent the United States. Uh, BMX started in the US, so I'm especially proud just to go out there and wear the red, white, and blue. Okay, talk to us about the sport here. Explain them to people how they watch BMX. What should we watch for? So it's a 50 second race. Um, there's an eight meter starting hill and eight people go at a time. So it's all out a very high intensity and there's kind of no rules um, from the start to finish. Like you could come over in other people's lanes, um, but yeah, it's very high intensity, very exciting. First one on the finish line. Yeah. Can I bump? Can we bump while you're riding? Is yes. that fair? That's legal. That's You definitely can. So when you're going on a ramp and someone bumps you, that's legal. Yes. Body contact, that's wild. All the time. This is crazy. <laughs> this is going to be fun to watch. It'll be very so exciting. So what's the key? Is it the start for you? I know you spend a lot of time weight training on your thighs. Is it all about that getting that power on the start? The start is very important for BMX, but uh, the Tokyo track is actually 10 seconds longer than any other track that I've raced on. There's a new track builder that built this uh, Olympic track compared to the last three Olympics. So it's very, very long. My coach has put a lot more of endurance type stuff into my training. So it may be a little different, uh, like strategizing of where to go, but the start is always a key. Uh, factor for BMX. Thanks for the explanation. Appreciate it. All right. Best of luck to Felicia and also to Brandon as uh, we start profiling some Olympics athletes right here on my podcast. Next week, we'll have more profiles of Olympic stars. Hope you'll tune in and uh, email me at uh, 
dcalabro at wther.com and give me some feedback on who you'd like to hear from. dcalabro at wther.com and who knows, maybe I'll have some autograph something for you. I don't know. i got a bunch of garbage prized possessions in my attic you may want. I don't know. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you later.